0: Adele here, and today I am so excited to have as my guest, Cynthia Good. Cynthia is amazing. Um, I'm just going to try to summarize this amazing bio in 30 seconds or less. Welcome to the show, Cynthia. Thank you, Adele. Hi. Right, everybody. This is going to be awesome. So I'm going to read this really quick because she, I really didn't want to cut out any of Cynthia's achievements because she's done so many fascinating things. Cynthia and I connected through our love of dance I guess it was a few years ago. Oh, at least. It's been a decade. At least. Yeah, we're both dance addicts, and uh, the more I got to know Cynthia, the more I thought, oh my god, she has so much to share. If you're out there feeling isolated or you're frustrated in your business or you're wanting to create m- oh, more success on your terms, join in. So here we go. Cynthia, is an entrepreneur women's activist post journalist author and creator of pink magazine and link littlepink.com offering world-class events and consulting the fortune 500 com- companies committed to gender diversity Cynthia holds a Master of Fine Arts degree from NYU's Poetry in Paris program, class 2019. She launched two women's business magazines, Atlanta Women, and the internationally distributed Pink Magazine, both featuring women leaders and career success secrets. Um, Previously, she has reported and anchored the evening news at TV stations all around the country, including Fox 5 in Atlanta. (gasps) She has interviewed presidents and prisoners reported live from the Olympics and the Democratic National Convention with Cuba and Nicaragua. Cynthia has authored several books, including Vaccinating Your Child and Words Every Child Must Hear, and created Good for Parents TV and is an International Merit Award winner of Atlanta Review's 2016 International Poetry Competition. (gasps) She also started Chapter 11 Bookstores and the Horseradish Grill Restaurant, awesome place to eat, by the way. A dancer and yoga instructor, Cynthia is mom to two amazing sons, Alden and Julian. She lives in Atlanta and Baja, California, and Mexico now, I think with her Havanese Zuni. Hey, Zuni. Zuni. Zuni, thank you for uh, taking time out of your crazy schedule. Thank you. So Cynthia, I'm so excited to get, to give our viewers a better sense of what has worked for you, you know, especially now with COVID. I mean, it's not just COVID, but wouldn't you agree that for quite some time, a lot of women in business and leadership have been trying to juggle so many different things at the same time under the idea that somehow all these pieces should like cram together and work. And perhaps, you know, you get this one working and that one falls off the edge of the table. you focus on that one and this one falls off. And I'm so curious since you've done so many things, (laughs) what did you discover along the way helped you not go crazy and to be able to achieve what you wanted to achieve? And um, let's just start from there and deep dive from that point. Well,
1: you know, it's been a journey, Adele. And uh, the same things that worked a decade ago don't work today. And I think we're always evolving. But everything you said is so true. I think as women, we always have historically really juggled so many things, right? And I think during COVID, it's really, really hit women hard. 2.3 million women have left the workforce over the course of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. And you know a lot of them, the jobs, they were forced out. But many times I think the women have decided that it's just too much to juggle. And at the end of the day, you know, what do you really need in order to live a good life with all that stress? Um, So for me, you know, when things get crazy and difficult and I'm feeling a lot of pressure lately, this is my new thing and it works for me. I just shut it down. I could be on, you know, really intense deadline. I meet my commitments, of course, but even if I have big, uh, Deadlines, um, I will just shut it down. And I will, when I'm in Mexico, I will walk to the beach. When Uh I'm in Atlanta, I'll take my dog and we'll walk around the block. Um, Just, I think for me, it's been really important to prioritize the things that um, make me happy, you know, for lack of a better. I know that sounds maybe.
0: Hey, that right there, even though it's sometimes seen as pollyanna or like or so big like the brain kind of explodes it really is why we're here it's really why I do these shows i want to know what were some of the challenges you faced in as you navigated this you know what were the, the biggest things you were sitting with, and maybe a moment or two where you discovered an aha or or something that set you on a new course that was unexpected. Because you, yeah, didn't, well, I didn't mean, just in
1: happen. terms of the day to day, I mean, I mean, shifting the business in terms of living with COVID and how it impacted the business has been mind numbing and transformative in a lot of really positive ways. But just in terms of overall well being. When it's the toughest, and we've all been there, mm-hmm. and you are, have to be all in because you're like this, that's when I have learned to stop. At the time, you know, like they say with meditating, right? If you don't have time to meditate, then you need to meditate Let's twice more. Much. Well, so that's kind of my interpretation what? of that. And the crazy thing is I shut it down and I come back new and can be so much more productive and really coming, I think, from the right place rather than from that place of anxiety and fear and scarcity.
0: Yes. Love that. And was there a moment, was there a specific challenge that had you going, oh, I really need to discover a new way of doing this? Was there, you know, like a lot of people reach a a moment where, you know, what used to work, I've got to do things a different way. Sometimes it's a new challenge. Sometimes it's a a change in life. circumstance and you've been through quite absolutely
1: a- yeah I mean the last uh, five years have been very transformative for yeah. me we were in talking about course. that could you like to yeah, share I mean, sure I'm happy to share it I write a lot about this I write about it I I write I'm a poet so I write a lot about it in that context because I think sharing the real stuff is so important and I just feel like especially we as women and professionals are often so silenced to the degree that we don't even know what our voice sounds like but over the course of five weeks my life had been turning upside down and all that culminated over the course of about five weeks this is like three years ago coming up on three years ago uh, where i left my marriage of 27 years i was forced to move out of my home And I uh, found my mother having passed out and spent the next week with her until she died in ICU out in New York. So that was during five weeks. Um, One of my boys had just graduated from Columbia with highest honors. And, you know, it was a lot. Um, And I think when you get to that point, sometimes it takes us a crisis or a series of them to confront areas of our lives where we are seriously not happy and it just gets to the point where you say to yourself it's not worth it you know at what cost, at and what then cost? everything has to shift at you know most- and I feel bad that it you know hopefully for others it won't take that kind of a catalyst mm-hmm. but I think at some point in our lives if we're lucky we do confront um where there are deep issues and things wrong in our lives where we need a a significant course correction. And oftentimes it takes a crisis like that, I think, for those things to happen.
0: Right. Because, you know, I think many of us have been trained to sort of suck it up. And as long as things are manageable. Well, well yeah.
1: I mean, especially as women, we want to fix things. We want to make everything right. We want everybody to be happy and you know, you talked about interiority, which is so important. But sometimes I think we lose that along the way just because we're trying to meet all of these other commitments outside of ourselves. And we tend to put those other commitments first. And as you know, when you go on the airplane, even they say put your own oxygen mask on first. And as women, it's really hard. And we're, uh, oh God, there's a great quote, and I can't even tell you who said it, but it's really important self care is never an act of betrayal. And I love that because sometimes as women, we feel like we're selfish if we focus on ourselves, but when in reality, what I've learned, and I can only speak for myself, focusing on everybody else actually, for me, turned out to be quite manipulative. Mm -hmm. You know, if that makes sense, I imagine that makes sense to you because you work with so many people along these lines.
0: I do, I do. And I love what you're saying around self-care because I think sometimes people think self-care is yoga class, eating well, sleeping. And that's part of it. But sometimes sure. self-care is dealing with something that's not working. You know, like you can't sure. just meditate away things that are like that need to be right. Addressed. So right. You can't
1: just you can't just be be positive. And sometimes you just need to say, holy crap. I need to get out of this marriage or I need to shift gears at work or I need to live somewhere else or, you know, really, really big things. I need to change, you know, my relationship with my, my family, you know, there are important questions like that. I think that are important for us to ask ourselves and have a really serious conversation, you know, looking in the mirror Um, because, being positive and all of that will only carry you so far. I mean, I see myself as a very optimistic person, but, you know, and I think
0: that is actually a hazard. Absolutely. Yeah, you can. Yeah, absolutely. I think too much focus on, uh, I guess there's a term called toxic positivity where it's positivity at all costs to the point where you're lying to yourself. You know, I've always felt that if like, if someone cuts you in your hand, sometimes the most positive thing to say is, ow, right, and not, oh, I good you know exactly you know exactly that truth is always honesty is always positive wouldn't you agree and sometimes that journey to my personal truth can be um you know a a little bit uh yeah it's a journey and so um as you navigated all these things how did how did your experience coming out of I remember that time I do remember that time when you were going through all that how has that informed how you are today with all the? I mean, my, you you run like several companies. You're 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 on the news. You're you're writing books. You You're you're traveling and living in multiple places. How has that informed you to the way you do things now versus? Uh, I guess even be, before COVID. You know, like it sounds like the, the really rough time was maybe five years ago. Um, like if we were to contrast then and now, what's different?
1: Well, I think then, five years ago, I did everything I thought I was supposed to do.
0: Oh, say more on that, because I think a lot of women can relate to that. It looks good. Looks good on the outside. Yeah. it's it happy was on like, the inside. Yeah. Say it more. It
1: was pushing um, the proverbial rock up the hill, the myth of Sisyphus. You know, you push that rock up the hill. I was just every day, got up and pushed that rock up the hill. And you know what happens. It, the rock gets to the top of the hill and it falls down. And that sort of was how my life felt to me i mean with the business pushing and pushing and pushing and pushing um with the marriage and you know all these other things and
0: it wasn't working was it something that you were aware you were doing or was it just a way of being
1: i was aware that i was very unhappy okay yeah and um it was suggested to me, I don't want to throw anyone under the bus, but that I be medicated. And I did try medication for a while. And a lot of people do. And I think that's helpful. Definitely sometimes, you know, during Mm -hmm. different circumstances, but it, it was important not to be medicated. It was important to look at the root causes of why I was so frustrated and unhappy. And I don't think it was, it was how I had structured my life at that time, but it was also, Um, I think the internal motivation in terms of why I was doing things. So for many, many years, you know, this focus on women and women's advancement, which I'm so passionate about, continue to be passionate about, early on and remember this company littlepinkbook.com pink magazine it's a 17 year old company before that i did launch atlanta woman so this has been going on a long time and it started as really wanting to make this positive impact on the world to do what you do adele which is to share these stories of these rare women business leaders some of the most high-powered women business leaders on the planet carol tomei ceo mm-hmm. of ups susan johnson cmo of prudential um, you know the president of have Affleck, Teresa White, so many other extraordinary women, and I think it got to the point where, um, you know, I'm I'm trying to make a difference, but somehow that I think got up, caught up a little bit in ego and. You know it seemed to me to be self-serving in a way if that makes sense to you and i didn't really want to do it i mean i'm still externally you probably wouldn't know the difference but mm-hmm. internally the way that i process everything is different i do it because i'm interested i do it because i want to do it i'm having this conversation with you 100 percent because i love you and i want to have a conversation it's not because I want everybody who's watching to come to the pink event, which is on October 18th, and you can find all about it on littlepinkbook.com. Of course, I want you to come to the event, but that is 0% of my motivation. You know, so you understand the shift in the reason why, and that I think makes all the
0: difference. I love that. And for, for those watching, we will put information on that in the notes. It's a great event I've attended, it's awesome. But Cynthia, I love your focus on the why, you know, I think the market or people in general have, unfortunately it's people have gotten so overwhelmed and there's almost a cynicism with, you know, what you see on the internet now, because there's always an ulterior motive. Oh, I'm going to do this talk so I can get you to do what. And everything's a means to an end. There's a means to an end. Mm -hmm. The idea that we're sharing out of pure joy, out of pure service, that your pain, I've had boatloads of pain, can be useful, that we created something now that's actually not perfect, but can be useful to people um, just because sure, we want to Always sharing our stories. I mean,
1: this is really important because where we are in this place in history, Adele, for women in particular, we have never been here. Never been in this place. This is uncharted territory. So the more we can share, I think, our experiences on a deeper level, you know, the more we all benefit from that.
0: I couldn't agree with you more. And for me, what I've discovered is how deeply baked in my subconscious a lot of these expectations were. It's not like I sat down and said, I'm gonna work myself to death and I'm gonna be perfectionist. Like, like, I didn't even know I was doing Before. that. And I thought, it, I thought it was normal, really. I thought, well, everybody's constantly beating themselves off and being rough. And on the surface, I love, it looks great. Wow, Cynthia's doing this and Cynthia's doing that. And no one would have any idea of how you were feeling inside. I know people have said that to me. Well, Adele looked great on the surface. I'm like, what? well,
1: we all, you know, yeah. struggle, I think, and or you know, have challenges and. You know, if my, one of my poetry teachers, she said, if you've lived to be 12 years old, you have enough to write about for the rest of your life. Yes. Um, but yeah, but I think the conversation is, is worthwhile and some deeper thinking is really important and not just, you know, those superficial goals, but you know, the bigger stuff is really important because that's what constitutes your life. You know, at the end of the day, it's really those moments, you know, it's like dance. What okay. really the dance is about is not the pirouette and the chaîne; It's that moment between the two, right? And I think that's life because we spend most of our time in those in-between moments, you know? Um, and those are the moments where we're really living, you know, it's in the <laughs>
0: elevator with
1: your dog waiting for exactly. the dance floor.
0: Exactly. And, you know, we're, we're both, uh, Cynthia and I are dance fanatics, but if you're out there and you're looking for a way to feel better without having to open your mouth, without having to think so hard, get your butt to a dance class. You know, it, it can be, just, just try it, just move your body. Um, and that's how we should be living our lives is in movement instead of, you know, stiff like this. And cause it's, it's in the energy. I always tell all my clients that for most of my clients English wasn't even their first language mm-hmm. energy is that the, the uh-huh. feeling in the room, the feeling in your body and then you've got music and you've got you someone just- encouraging you. What a wonderful analogy for life. You know, and, and um, yeah. And how did you, how did you get a sense that you have this natural creative, you've got a poet's heart and you are combining that with, of a more corporate type of, you know, Fortune 500. These are heavy hitters, right? I mean, they're doing big business. How did you find your note that there is a way to combine these two? Because it is rather unusual what you have done.
1: Well, and, I mean, yeah. I, yeah, I don't see them as really connected in my mind because, I mean, the poetry is the one thing that I do, you know, maybe like dance to where there is no goal. The goal is not to be published. The goal is not for
0: anybody ever even to see it. The goal but see, is- the thing is, everybody knows you dance. Everyone knows you write poetry. I mean, it's kind of like with me. I'm doing all this other stuff with companies and everybody knows i'm a violinist mm-hmm. you know like it just sort of oozes out so
1: i'm well curious. so one way i integrated it was we kicked off uh one of the recent pink events this past summer uh, with a young uh, african-american woman named mahogany brown and she did a poem that she she shared a poem that she had written called black girl magic and it was just super powerful and amazing and i just Felt like it set the tone for this conversation about leadership, about women in leadership roles and what that means. So I'm kind of weaving it in.
0: Yeah, I'm weaving yeah it we, in. we find ways to slip it in there because it makes our work so much more meaningful, enjoyable. And wouldn't you agree that when we can introduce more of the right side of things into a left brained corporate environment, people are just happier, right? There's
1: more meaning, right? Yeah, I mean, and this is really important. And it's also, I think, a matter of connection, which we've really lost that sense of connection over these past months during COVID. So that's one of the reasons why we're going to talk about the Pink Power Alliance, which is a monthly program that Pink is now offering really for these companies, for their high potential women to have deeper conversations, to get the specific skills they need, you know, so that they can reach their goals, to see how other women have broken through and You know, the tagline, it's just a tagline, but I still believe in it. It's always been the pink tagline it's a beautiful career a beautiful life and the beautiful career helps us in terms of getting to the beautiful life but um that's been a lot of fun the next one just a quick shout out we will be featuring vernice armor she is america's first female african-american combat pilot and we're doing these at noon est on the last thursday of every month and it's a membership program it's part of this exclusive group and It's really, really cool. We're having a lot of these conversations like this about well-being and success and the intersection of those two.
0: Love it. We will post information in the link. If you've just joined us, I'm interviewing Cynthia Good of Pink Magazine and Little Pink Book, and she's sharing tips from her vast experience in leadership and working with corporate leaders. I just love, you know, deep diving. And what I'm noticing in these leadership conversations is I feel like more and more the uh, the feminine um, energies are being added. So it's not so much how to do X, but it's more when you're in the presence of these challenges, what happens to you inside? You know, um, yeah. you know the, 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 do you contract? Where does your light yeah. go? And all these things to help women shine in not so much of an intellectual way. I mean, they're brilliant, but leadership's not just the mindset. It's also the presence. Yeah. I mean, I
1: think you're really right. And I believe that the most effective women leaders I've ever known, you know, like the women that I've mentioned, Jill Campbell over at Cox, the one thing that all these women have in common is they connect with people on a deeper level. They get to, they want to know you, what you know, a concept. and they're open and vulnerable themselves. I mean, that's a leader. Isn't it's, that yeah. it's really, really cool.
0: And we all can feel it. It's not something that exactly. you put on. It's just the way someone is. And my experience has been that that comes from a lot of inner work, like you said. I know I'm not the same person I was 10 years ago and, and nobody is. And we're, we're all deepening in our this thing called life and help a few people out along the way. And yeah, I mean, it's gotta be fun. Otherwise, why do this? It certainly is interesting. <laughs> So, Cynthia, this is awesome, awesome. Is there anything else you want to share about the Pink Alliance? Uh, we will definitely put some notes. If you're curious about um, uh, tickets or information on the next pink events, I'll put them in the comments below. Uh, would you like to just uh explain a few things for people? Well, who- I mean, not
1: really, but I I do I should mention that just the resource of LittlePinkbook.com is there. It's open to everybody. And we actually, you know, the events. There a lot of them have been videotaped lately because um, Cox was our technology partner. We had a very professional broadcast crew, so you can just feel free to watch any of those. They're great nuggets from these women leaders about their experiences, um, and it's very eye opening, you know. Because, like you said, it's just sharing other people's story, and then you get to decide: <clears throat> is that something that is of interest, you know, to me? Will that work for
0: you? Mm-hmm, yeah um and I've attended some of these events I, I enjoyed them so definitely talk. and you've spoken as one of our yes. coaches on the big power alliance too it was
1: awesome it was awesome. You fantastic oh thank you, you, know thank you. Stuff. um
0: what are what's um what are your goals moving forward is there anything that you've got cooking in your mind that you'd like you feel ready to announce in terms of I what's mean, next
1: for you I don't really journey? I don't have anything to promote per se but I'm I am seeing some of my poetry finally being published that's Really hard because it's just a different space, um, and I have had one. Um, my chapbook has been ex- accepted. That's the first, so that will be my first book of poems, and I don't know when it will come out. Probably sometime before the end of the year for sure. So that's been a lot of fun and very rewarding.
0: Oh, that's wonderful, wonderful. Well, Cynthia, this has been fabulous. Thank you so much for taking time out of your day to share some of your, your jewels of, of, of wisdom. I'm sure a lot of people will really be gleaning a lot of inspiration. Um, I mean, it's really more energetic than intellectual. It's just sitting with someone and going, Oh yeah. 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 Audrey,
1: well, Thank you so much Adele for having me and for doing this, this important work. You're
0: amazing. Yes, and I'm enjoying it. So I know I'm you've Adele. got a You've got to run because you're going somewhere. So I will get out of your hair and um, yeah. So uh, hopefully everybody, if you like to share this um, with your friends, we'll be uh, putting it on YouTube and things like that with um, Cynthia's contact information and uh, would love to hear your comments. If I get any comments or questions, I'll forward them to you if that's all right. Sure. with you,
1: Absolutely, of course. And we'll I'd go from there. You. All right. Thank Uh you, Michelle. Take care, everybody. everybody. Have a good night. Bye. 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 Thank you.